Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know if you have a song or a TV show or a movie or movie series that you could just get lost in and feel like it's a much better world. <laughs> And went you went down that rabbit hole. That's how I feel about Star Wars. And really, the, the music can lift me out of any old funk. Not that I'm in a funk. It's a Tuesday morning. We survived Monday. Sometimes barely, but, but we did. And it's a different type of a week for me, actually. A first in my professional career. I'll share that with you coming up at some point this hour, I promise. Jay, don't let me forget. I've promised. How about bottom of the hour? All right, we'll do it then. Uh, I'm actually a little nervous, but I'm, I think I'm prepared. I'm ready. Yeah, it's just different. It's something different, a new challenge for me. I'm excited, but I don't want to mess it up. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're connecting with you always on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter is Radio. And if you want to vote for TD of the Week, we will... Once again, let you hear the candidates, one from each winning team coming out of divisional weekend and making it to the NFL's Final Four. Speaking of Final Fours, both American Coco Goff, the 19-year-old teenager down under, as well as Novak Djokovic, best men's tennis player in the world, uh, seeking Australian Open Championship number 11, if I remember correctly, and also his 25th Grand Slam singles title, which would be the most all-time, men or women. I know a lot of people don't include the Margaret Court record as something official because it came pre-current era of tennis, right? Just a completely different system, not nearly as much of the competition as what we get today. The game was so different during Margaret's tenure, but he still is tied with her. At 24, Grand Slam singles titles. I remember Serena Williams tried multiple times to be able to get 24, but she has retired at 23. Rafael Nadal had 22. Novak took some time off, uh, forced time off, around the vaccination and his status and his inability to travel to different countries in 21 and 22, even the Australian Open 22. And so no doubt... This is different, and this means a little bit more. And he clearly has become a fan favorite in ways that he just wasn't younger in his career. I think partly because people love, love, love Roger Federer. And Rafael Nadal had his own almost cult following as well. And Novak was considered a a challenger, a, a threat to the throne, if you will, for Roger 
and then for Rafa too. But they each had their their time on top as world number one and then took their turns as the the man who had the most ever Grand Slam championships. It was Roger who's at 20, then it was Rafa passing him and now Novak has passed them both and if you watch him play, he could, I don't want to say easily because what he's doing is not easy, but he could rack up another three, four, five. I mean, he's in such great shape. He rarely has dealt with serious injuries. He takes incredible care of his body. Think LeBron James and and his commitment to physical fitness. Think Tiger Woods. I know that eventually his body broke down, but he was so unbelievably committed. Tom Brady, same thing. Uh, right, and so the, these guys have remained relevant in their careers for so long because of of the discipline, the type of discipline that most humans just couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't maintain. Um, but he absolutely has been able to keep up his physical fitness. He's in incredible shape. He can withstand what is right now the the heat down under, uh, and just did move on to the semifinals by beating the last American man still in the draw. That was Taylor Fritz. Who took a set off him, by the way. Uh, if you'll excuse me for just one second, the computer is unplugged and it's about to, to lose its charge. Hold on. Just talk amongst yourselves. I had enough. Uh, no, I had enough. Oh, wait, Jay, it's on the floor. I think you're going to have to get it because I can't leave the chair. What? Are you eating? You're busy eating in my, there? My assistance is required. Your assistance is required, please, because the cord is on the floor. And unless I'm going to get up, walk around the desk which is a, a, an enormous desk. You have to go in the middle. All right, I'm on it. All right, here comes producer Jay. He's going to make a ton of noise as he comes in the door. Uh, speaking of making a ton of noise, I mentioned tennis here briefly, but it was a night on the NBA hardcourt in which there were some pretty noisy individual performances. Uh, and thank you. One of those came in a win for the reigning perfect. Thank you, producer Jay. What the, the 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 message the warning has gone away. Your battery is running low. Please recharge now. I was fearing the dreaded blue screen. Thankfully the blue screen of death did not pop up on the laptop. Even as I look up, by the way, Joel Embiid is on one of the TV screens in front of me. So yes, Joel Embiid reigning MVP. Got a little bit crazy, a little bit nuts. And as he's doing it, as he's wrapping up a career performance, another center in the NBA is closing in on that exact same number. Of course, his situation got blasted by their coach. (laughs) I hope he didn't take it personally. We shall explain. Oh, and then there's Kevin Durant, who hits a game winner after the Suns are down 25 points, right? I, I saw that correctly. They're down 25 points in a game against the Bulls. They come all the way back. He hits the game-winning jumper, and then post-game finds out about these two pretty incredible performances. So why don't we start with the MVP, Joel Embiid. Joel against McDermott and Austin, a double him on the right side, gets around him, met by Collins, drops it, lays it off the glass, backwards it in. He had his back to the goal, and three Spurs were around him. And it didn't matter. He's got 24 points. Spurs had the hot early start. Now they're in jeopardy of falling down by 16. And B with another layup, up and good. On the move, the catch down low. Timeout San Antonio. Now Joel, double left to the key. Three to shoot. Three-point shot by B. Got it! 
It's good, 59 points for Embiid. Here comes Maxi to Joel. Joel, top of the key. Another jumper straight away and in. And the crowd just basking, loving this performance by Embiid. 65, one of the greatest scoring performances in the history of this iconic Philadelphia 76ers franchise. That's Tom McGinnis on Sixers Radio. So, yes, Joel Embiid against Victor Wembanyama, who, by the way, had a paltry 33. Uh, Joel goes off. And because the Spurs were hanging around, hanging around, uh, because they refused to just give up and, and watch and wave the white flag, well, Joel was still in there in the fourth quarter. Embiid and David Robinson with games like that. Embiid with the ball after a steal. Joel drives it down the lane. Left-hand layup. It's up and good. 70 points for Embiid. 133 to 118. Court length drive. Left-hand layup. A 70-point game for the Sixers star Joel Embiid. And Joel is going to come out. Paul Reed comes into the game. Sixers leading by 15. And Joel Embiid leads tonight's game as he motions to the crowd. 70 points. And they're calling it a franchise record. As Embiid embracing his teammates and the assistant coaches. 70 points. We've been through a lot, and but you know this is nothing. This is uh, this is just uh, another accomplishment. Uh, obviously, you want to get you know the whole thing, and you know that's why we walk into walls. We got a long way to go. Joel Embiid calls this a small step for the Sixers. It's uh, I was thinking about the one of the. This is a total tangent from my spaghetti plate brain. One of the historical events that I desperately wish I had been alive to witness. And old enough to, I mean, I wasn't on the planet. Haha, <laughs> kind of funny considering the moment. Was when man walked on the moon, when Neil Armstrong delivered his iconic line. So as I was saying, one small step. I'm in, I'm in my brain thinking about one small step for man. <laughs> now I want to watch space videos. <laughs> oh my gosh, some of the podcasts slash documentaries done about the moon landing. Oh, epic. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Joel Embiid, but that is what popped into my mind. This is how my spaghetti plate brain works. You pull a couple of strands off, you twirl them around your fork, you pull them off the plate, and all kinds of other... It doesn't make that noise. All kinds of other spaghetti comes falling off the plate, too, in my jumbled up thoughts. (laughs) Anyway. As long as they're food. Thank you, Mac Jones. Mac and I see eye to eye on the food. Uh, Joel goes 24 of 41 from the floor. 21 of 23 from the free throw line ends up with a franchise record 70 points, a season high 18 rebounds, and he is the ninth in NBA history with a 70 point game, which is pretty incredible. And yeah, to, to have a front row seat for it, Nick Nurse, welcome to the Sixers. He can score in so many ways, and just like his sheer size um, gets him a lot of stuff around the basket and gets him a lot of free throws. You know, um, and then the shooting touch and all that stuff is is the skill part that that makes it you know um, again extra hard to stop him. He's a fantastic player. Uh, you know, obviously in the running for MVP, <laughs> that's for sure. But everybody already knew that, so it wasn't it wasn't a surprise at all. He's he's wonderful. He's playing such an all around game, doing a great job. 
Greg Popovich makes himself laugh uh, with talking about how Joel Embiid is in the running for MVP. Are we already talking about that? It's mid-January. Although as I look at the computer right now, thankfully I can still look at it since producer Jay plugged it in for me again. Thank you. It's January 23rd. What the heck? Where did January go? I was going to say, before the show, Holy actually, crap. I was looking at stuff, I saw NBA midseason grades. I was like, what? <laughs> oh <my laughs> Wait, <God. laughs> mid-season? How is that possible? Man, and I know we always are a little bit late to the party in the NBA and the NHL. Uh, we follow the storylines, follow the headlines, but a lot of times because it starts in late October, there's the World Series at that point, and, uh, and NFL is just getting good, college football, conference play, da 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 that it gets lost, but how could we possibly already be at mid-season? Whoa. It's crazy. Okay, so the Timberwolves, who we'll talk about coming up, are 43 games in. So, yeah, they're past the midway point, actually. Whoa. As in, whoa. So, I guess the fact that Greg Popovich made himself laugh is really only because you don't hand out the MVP at mid-season. Inappropriate. It's definitely inappropriate. Thank you. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. So, yeah, congratulations to the Joel Embiid franchise record. Uh, 70 points is phenomenal, and it was fun to watch, and it came on the anniversary of Kobe's 81, for those of of you who remember it. I do. I was working that night, so I vividly remember watching it at my previous network and seeing it unfold and other hosts that I was working with, producers, and it quickly became the story, his 81 points. All right. From Joel's 70 to... 62 for Carl Anthony Towns and the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are the best team in the West, except it didn't quite finish the same way for Cat. Weak side rebound to Kyle Anderson. Towns rumbles down the lane to the cup. He got an easy bucket there. It's been a struggle here in the fourth as he had missed five of six shots. But now he's hit and he's up to 62. Rogier to Leaky Black to the corner. Smith open for three in the lead. Yes, sir! Hornets are on top, 120 to 119. Unbelievable. Town switches on to Terry Rozier at the high post. He rolls towards the basket, goes up, loses it. Steal, Leaky Black, who's fouled with 1.7 seconds left. The Hornets steal it from a Superman effort tonight from Carl Anthony Towns. Kyle Anderson will inbound. They send it to Towns. Towns, logo three for the tie. No! And the Hornets have won it on the road at the target center. LaMelo is 5-1 and one against Anthony Edwards. And despite a career-high 62 from Carl Anthony Towns, it's the Queen City wearing the crown tonight. Just doing my job, but I really just wanted to win. I feel like I feel... It hurts, you know. You want you want to be able to have one of those nights on a win. You know, having a, a night like that on a loss doesn't feel very uh, good, historic, whatever you want to say. It doesn't make me feel happy about the night we had. Well, and the finish is tough, too, because he was 2 for 10 from the floor in the fourth quarter and only had four points. And after being up double figures, the Hornets come roaring back, as you hear on both Timberwolves and Hornets radio. Now, Carl says, or Kat says, he was just doing his job, and it doesn't feel all that great. You don't want to celebrate it. Oh, gosh. Head coach Chris Finch goes the opposite other direction. He's teed off. 
he's ticked off. He's PO'd about the lack of defense because Charlotte shot nearly 60% from the floor. It was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball Um, all the way through the game. So it really didn't slip away. It had been there from the jump. So this is what happens when you uh, have this type of approach. He was not having it. He felt like the Wolves got caught up watching the show and weren't paying attention and taking care of their business. Obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand. But at some point, we got to get back to making the right play. We got to get back to doing the right things. Like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the, the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves. Um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So, Chris, did, did you also see, I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt? Like a, Absolutely. a big number. And- yeah, I mean it was. I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. Um, but you know, down the stretch, we you got uh, you know kind of dried up for us. It says that the Timberwolves stopped looking for the right play, looking for the best play, the highest percentage shot, and instead just got caught being lazy, essentially. Not playing defense, figured that they were just going to ride the hot hand, and as long as Cat was scoring well, who cares what else is going on? And then in addition, when he ended up kind of losing that touch or when the defense collapsed on him, it became a little harder, then nobody else stepped up. So, yeah, a livid Chris Finch. Not generally what you would expect to hear from a coach after a player sets a franchise record and scores 62 points in a game. <laughs> oh, dear. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Always good to connect with you. Uh, good morning to you on this Tuesday. You can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. If you want to vote for TD of the Week, that will be, well, that poll will run through our show tomorrow, but uh, that will be a little easier when you hear the candidates coming up following this next break. Uh, Anthony Edwards, he admits that they were too busy watching the show and, and wanting him to add to his point total. Once he hit his first six, seven shots, I think everybody was pretty much just trying to see him go get 100 points. I knew I was. He got hot. So I think all of us, as what is it, 15 of us in here, we all, 14 of us wanted to see him get 80 or whatever it was. So I think, you know, we learn, we're going to learn from it, though. All right. So, so forget who wins the game or what happens on the other end of the court. This is kind of what the NBA has become at times standing around and watching or or feeding the guy who's draining the threes and who cares about whether or not it's the best basketball play or whether or not you play defense. I mean, gosh, defense is optional, it seems like, a lot of times in the NBA. Uh, speaking of that, and I, I did not see this whole game, uh, but I did see the end after the Phoenix Suns come roaring back against the Bulls. Allen inbounding, looking, gets it to Nurkic. He takes a dribble, bounces to KD, pull-up jumper. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At the buzzer, he got it! Kevin Durant, still 1.6 seconds left, but the Suns take the two-point lead. 115 to 113, Durant drills another mid-range jumper. Caruso goes to the far side, gets the ball, holds, feeds DeRozan, a fadeaway long shot off the backboard, no good, and the Suns win. 115-113, they come from down 23 to make it their biggest comeback win of the season, outdoing last week's comeback against the Kings, and the Suns have won their sixth straight game. Everybody in the gym knew the ball was coming to me, and especially Caruso, he's such a smart defender, he jumped it. Him and DeRozan, I think, kind of shadowed it a little bit. Out, you know, out of bounds pass, and Nurk made himself available. And we work on that back door so many times in game and practice. So I seen Caruso flying too. So I had to double pump just a little bit, um, but I'm glad it went in. Yeah, watching the play even now, as so I can accurately describe it, he did take his defender out toward half court and then backdoored it uh, to be able to get open for the pass. The pass was at the top of the key. Uh, he has to kind of duck underneath the defense because Caruso's attempting to block it. So as he's up in the air, uh, he has to kind of duck. So he calls it like a double clutch. But yeah, like literally slides the ball to the left to be able to get off the shot while he's in midair. Uh, really talented with, I think it was like a second and a half left to go. And the Suns, why do they have to be so dramatic? It's pressure because I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. Uh-huh. Uh, flair for the dramatic. So then he finds out about Joel's 70 and Kat's 62. 70? Yeah, yeah 70. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Shit. <laughs> I think Kat had 40 at half. I mean, the skill level in this league is insane. And, and, and actually the coaching, the schemes on offense is insane. You're seeing so many different sets being run. Uh, for bigs to get threes. I mean, coaches are being way more creative to put their best players in, in, in great positions to get those numbers. And you got shooters all around the floor. You got penetrators. I mean, this is the peak of basketball, in my opinion. You're seeing it with guys doing. I mean, come on, man. Our bigs. Got bigs in the league getting 70 and 60, making nine, 10 threes, shooting pull-up jump shot. I mean, it's insane what we got going on. I mean, he's not technically a big or he doesn't play a big, but he is 6'11". I mean, he's an an athletic, too. Uh, Good for him. I know he's dealt with some injuries, but he's still got uh, great athletic ability. So a banner night in the NBA, but don't tell that to Chris Finch. All right, coming up, uh, not only did I promise to tell you why this is an atypical week for me, but your candidates for TD of the week 
and a little bit of QB news in here as well because there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Like Baker Mayfield. What happens if he hits the free agent market? Oh, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Tom steps center salting into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Baltimore Ravens. High formation, likely the tight end who was acting as the fullback, moves to the right. Justice Hill in the backfield. Off the play fake. Jackson rolls to his left. Ball to his left. Inside the 10. Out of the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Lamar Jackson. An eight-yard touchdown run. He has two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. The San Francisco 49ers. Here we go. Purdy under center. check offset left. Coming in motion, Warner. Next to Kittle, tight right. check goes right. Purdy takes it, hands off to McCaffrey off the left side. Breaks a tackle. Touchdown! The Detroit Lions. Jared leans in. There's the snap. Jared back. Jared looks. Jared throws right side. It is caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. Jared Goff with the delivery. 14 with a catch. And the Lions with an extra point can double up their lead with 6.22 to play. Man, Dan, look. He's dropping dimes, nickels, quarters. Jared is dropping it all out there today. Beautiful pass from number 16. What a drive by the Detroit Lions that time. What a drive when they needed it. The Kansas City Chiefs. Goal to go at the four-yard line for the Chiefs, trailing 24-20. Pacheco running back. Chiefs will use the shotgun. Motioning left is Hardman. They give it off to Pacheco. Slamming on the left side. Angling into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Pop goggles the sweet neck through the end zone. And the Chiefs are back in front, 26-24. to 24. Oh, my goodness, the moments. I love reliving those and hearing them. First of all, Lamar Jackson with four touchdowns, but his second TD run, the crown. Tom McCarthy on Westwood one with that call. The others were the local radio calls. So Isaiah Pacheco with Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. That was the go-ahead touchdown. The only points in the fourth quarter for Chiefs and Bills. Uh, In the NFC, Christian McCaffrey has that go-ahead touchdown with just over a minute to go. The long rush, or I guess it wasn't a long rush, but it came after a long pass play and a connection with Brock Purdy. Uh, And so for them, for the Niners, that was a real test because they had to rally against the Packers. Uh, Speaking of them, by the way, Debo Samuel, question mark still for the NFC Championship. They don't know whether or not they will have him uh, because he's got a uh, he missed a couple of games earlier in the season with a micro fracture in his left shoulder. And even though there's not another break, there's still some pain there. So they're they're waiting 
hoping for good news from him. Uh, Greg Papa on Niners Radio. Sorry for the tangent. And then Dan Miller, our friend Dan Miller on Lions Radio. Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown, one of the great duos in football this season. So you can vote on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on my Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page, too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. So about a half hour still to go. Want to get to some QB news because Josh Allen, uh, C.J. Stroud doing their exit interviews, so to speak, on Monday. And we also heard from Todd Bowles about Baker Mayfield and heard from Matt LaFleur about Jordan Love. And there was something else that I thought was interesting, just the timing of it. Cleveland GM Andrew Barry answering questions about Joe Flacco and his future and also giving an update on Deshaun Watson. Uh, So, yeah, we're down to a handful of quarterbacks now that are either speaking or even at the team facilities. Uh, We'll preview Championship Sunday as we get through the end of the week. Though I got to say, my previous show is really going to be condensed into the Thursday night slash Friday morning because I will not be here Wednesday night. I got invited to be the keynote speaker for a women in sports seminar that's hosted by the Peach Belt Conference in Augusta, Georgia. So first for me in Augusta, Georgia, yes, we will be driving by Augusta National. Uh, The assistant director of the Peach Belt Conference, her name is Diana, she's the one who reached out to me. Uh, She's told me there's not much to see. You drive by it, we'll go slow. You can take a picture, but really, if you blink, you'll miss it. Uh, You can't see much from the outside, but I got to say that I was there. So (laughs) when I fly to Augusta on Wednesday, going through Atlanta, heading out to Augusta, well, I'll get to see it. Uh, Anyway, on Thursday morning is the seminar, or it begins with panel discussions and kind of their version of speed dating, where the various female college athletes and, and coaches and others who attend can meet different panelists and have a chance to spend a few minutes with them and ask them questions. Uh, And then my keynote address will come after lunch. It's crazy to say I know because I speak to college classes all the time. Heck, I teach a college class at Syracuse. Uh, I'll be doing it again this spring. And I talk four hours a night on the radio. (laughs) But it's a little bit different when you've got people staring at you. You're on a stage and they're at tables or I'm not exactly sure how it's going to be set up, but I would assume tables and they're all staring at you and just looking at you. This is not over a Zoom call. This is which I've done some of those. Those are kind of awkward too. teaching classes over Zoom. You have no idea if people are paying any attention whatsoever. (laughs) So, yeah, I get invited to speak to college students a lot. Most often it's in a class setting, though, and this is a little bit different. First one of these events they've held since before COVID. They're really excited. Uh, Still counting final numbers, but last I knew, just athletes alone, it was going to be 70 plus. So I'm really excited about that. Um, But also nervous. Want to make sure that I make the most of the opportunity. So Jay, what are the chances? I've been taking my notes and making my outline and all that stuff. What are the chances that I don't have enough to fill up 30 minutes? Slim. Slim, slim to none, think, I think. You think they'll give me the hook? 
They'll start playing music in the back. No, not necessary. I don't even think they'll. I don't even think they have a song ready to be played in case no, that's you don't an think so? issue. No, you think anyone will yawn? I'm sure they will. Uh, they've no al- yawns. They've also got classes and and sporting events and stuff. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm honored that the Peach Belt Conference would reach out to me and would invite me to be the keynote. Uh, I am feeling a little bit of pressure. There are some nerves, but I'm really looking forward to it. And if you want to know more, this is kind of fun, actually. They asked me for a quote, just a couple of lines, to share why I want to be part of this. Right. So they put it up on social media a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't share it until just yesterday, but I'll retweet it now, A-Law Radio, if you want to see why this is important to me and why I am nervous about it because it matters to me. And Jay is going to put it up on our Facebook page as well. Oh, it's up. He tells me. I'm oh, My goodness. He plugs in the computer. He fixes internet issues. He posts on social media. I wear many hats around here. I wish you would wear more hats than the one that you are wearing currently. <laughs> Not that bad. All right, coming up, we'll sneak in some QB news. Good morning to you. It's After Hours on CBS. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hey, hey, hey. hey they asked for it. Yeah. And they got what they asked for. Uh, hey, but he said it. This ain't done. No. Uh, we come back next uh, week uh, ready to go. And turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness. It's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Patrick Mahomes in the visitor 
Bowser's locker room. That's cold. Hey, they got what they asked for, meaning the Chiefs in their own building. About as cold as the water in their locker room, according to ah! offensive lineman Donovan Smith. The Bills turned off the hot water in their locker room. Now, the Erie County officials deny it. They say there's absolutely no way to turn off the hot water in your locker room and not in the Bills' home locker room. But the Chiefs just feel like they were the victim of a petty bit of revenge. Best or cold, if you will. It's after after hours with Amy Lawrence and QB News here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we often have to deliver eulogies and the Bills in falling to the Chiefs are out early yet again. And so Josh Allen meeting with the media on Monday and he believes the window for the Bills is still wide open. All signs are still pointing up with this team. I I know um, it feels bleak. And there's probably going to be a lot of change, whether it's personnel, um, guys coming back, guys not playing. Again, that's all speculation. That's nothing that I know, nor can I, um, you know, focus on. Does that change include offensive coordinator or interim offensive coordinator Joe Barry? Well, he really, or excuse me, Joe Brady. He really wants Joe to stay in his position. Love Joe. I love what he brings to this team, to our offense, the juice that he has, the passion he has for, for football, how much preparation he's put into, you know, a tough situation these last seven to eight weeks. I, I understand there's probably an interview process and, and all that, but um, he's got my vote. I knew I was going to do that at some point. Say Joe Brady or Joe Barry instead of the other. Of course, Joe Barry, the Green Bay defensive coordinator who also received a lot of attention this season. So, We'll see what happens, what changes are made. Uh, Josh also stumping for Sean McDermott to remain as the Bills head coach. I I don't know that that's a question, but I suppose anything can happen. It was certainly a painful exit for the Bills yet again, this time at home. Texans not in the same position because they're one of the youngest teams in football, a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. And C.J. Stroud, 4,100 passing yards this year, 23 touchdowns, only five picks. Five picks as a rookie, plus a passer rating of over 100. And he doesn't care what people think. He just loves what he gets to do on a regular basis. I wouldn't necessarily name myself as a guy with a chip on his shoulder. I just think I'm me, you know? Like, I don't really try to... Uh, I, I used to be in the business of um, proving people wrong and people pleasing and stuff. Man, that stuff is exhausting. And it, it don't make no sense. So, <laughs> True. Um, honestly, man, I'm really going to be just preparing for what, what we got going on here. It's encouraging when you have a young guy who's able to grow, not only as the entire season, but to see him grow and take the coaching points and grow from week to week and see a guy improve so quickly. Like it's, uh, it's encouraging to see how much better he can get as he continues to uh, play throughout the league. But it's, uh, that's one thing I'm, I'm all about is growth. How about that wisdom from C.J. Stroud just finishing up his rookie year? It's exhausting to spend all your time trying to prove yourself to people and live up to expectations. I like that. That's so true. 
A lot of wisdom coming from a younger guy. CJ Strong! <laughs> it's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, while we're talking about teams eliminated over the weekend, Baker Mayfield throws a game-ending interception. Gets picked off by Derek Barnes of the Lions. And now he's a free agent, as is Mike Evans. And he has said he wants to stay in Tampa, but he doesn't want to be there if Mike Evans doesn't return. Certainly makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, so that's the big question for head coach Todd Bowles. Well, what if Baker hits the free agent market? I'm pretty sure he'd be in demand. I don't know to what aspect he'll be in demand. Obviously, the money plays a lot of part in free agency, and loyalty plays a lot of part in free agency. And actually, who wants you and where you can go and what you can afford plays a lot and how you see yourself in certain systems. So it'll be a tricky thing. Uh, he was great here. We love him to death. Um, nice. Hopefully, it works out for us. Unbelievably gritty, man. I got. I, I think I've said it all year. I have so much respect for Baker. Um, the amount of injuries he's played through, um, the adversity that he's faced, he never flinched. Every day, the same guy. You know who you're going to get on game day. Um, no matter when things are going bad on the field or really good, like he's that, he's the same guy. Um, nothing but respect for him. Uh, I had a, I, it was a hell of a year for him, too. I'm happy I got the opportunity to play with him. I hope that continues. Chris Godwin raving about Baker Mayfield. Hello. You don't hear Todd Bowles use sentences that long ever. And he raves about Baker and how he would be in demand if he hits the free agent market. Wow. Uh, also, Mike Evans said it was the best team he's ever played on. And he just spent three years with Tom Brady. So he was speaking about the character of the locker room. And now that Baker's kind of thrown his hat into the ring, as long as Mike is there, uh, the question was asked of Bowles about Mike Evans leaving in free agency. I don't even think about it. I don't like to be asked about it. I don't want to know about it. And I hope the hell that does not happen. <laughs> Enough said. It's a mic drop from Todd Bowles. I would feel the same if I were in Tampa. All right, talking about the Green Bay Packers, also eliminated in the NFC over the weekend. And Jordan Love throws a late interception, too, picked off by Dre Greenlaw for the second time. Uh, Matt LaFleur, how did your young QB learn from the experience on Saturday? One of the things that I think he's done such an unbelievable job with is just every situation he's been in, he's learned from it. So I would fully expect that to be the case after this last game. And there was a lot of great moments in the game. Certainly it didn't end as great as we wanted it to. And I, I just think, you know, the, a lot of players, when you, when you get in a position, when you're down, you try to make the big play. You try to make it, but you can't force it. And I think that's kind of the lesson from that. I mean, even older quarterbacks throw picks at the wrong time. Ask Joe Flacco, 38 years old, started for Cleveland in the playoffs. Andrew Barry, do you want Joe back? He says, well, I sure do, but got to make sure it fits correctly. He played winning football for us. Um, he did a great job of coming in and um, and, and, and really playing at a high level that, that allowed us to, to go on a run at the end of the year, play really good football in December. You know, even if even if uh, you know maybe we ended a little bit with a thud against against Houston, you know, in the wild card round. But you know, really pleased with what Joe did on the field. Pleased with what who he was as a teammate. 
No doubt. They raved about Joe Flacco as well and all the experience. But, of course, Joe, uh, like the other, a lot of the other quarterbacks who ended up this weekend, those mistakes, those interceptions coming back to bite you. Uh, so we'll hear more from the football world, the football universe, maybe hires, all kinds of crazy stuff that we'll have in store for your hump show. Have a great Tuesday. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.